0: It's just like next-gen, bro. Fuck that safety. You need safety. I guess so, yeah. Dude, I think the drivers should not even have helmets. You know? <laughs> just go out there. NASCAR oh. was better when the drivers could die. Yep. So. Okay. Okay. Straight fact. I'm just joking. Let me yeah, say... Yeah, that would, that I'm would be tot- I'm totally joking before this gets clipped and sent over... It's already on, clipped. On Twitter. And I just get clowned for the t- the takes, but I probably will. NASCAR was better when... Dale didn't die for this, man. Dale didn't die for Texas to get reconfigured like that. <sighs> Can we talk about Texas? About how it's su- no. To be no. honest, you know, to be honest, this is giving like credit to Texas. When, like, we had, like, 15 laps of green flag run. It wasn't god-awful. It was still bad. But it wasn't... I want to slam my head... And... Kick a child. Because... Like... It wasn't that bad. It was... I would rather do a lot more stuff than watch this, but for now, I guess it'll it will be on. That's like my Texas take when we got more than 15 laps, you know, because the tires blew out every five laps.
1: Every five laps.
0: I mean, realistically it was like every 30, but it felt like every five.
1: It did feel like every five. It was kind of crazy, and it I mean, it was nice to get some short green flag runs.
0: I mean, there was a semblance that you could maybe make a pass. So, for 2022 Texas standards, that's pretty good, to be honest. That's more than you can bargain for. Because when you see Texas on the schedule, you're like, oh, this is going to be hot garbage. But you just, you rather hope it goes quickly and just not that painfully. Yeah. And, that, and that's how it was going for 20 laps until everything fell apart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Texas happened.
1: Honestly, you know it's bad when a driver goes and gets interviewed during a rain delay, and they said, well, I kind of hope it just doesn't continue.
0: I think we all... So... <laughs> Throughout the whole weekend I was rooting for rain. I'm like we actually got rain and I wish it just rained out.
1: That would have been much better.
0: <laughs> I wish it rain like I wish it was like lap forty and it starts raining and scar's like we don't want to do this. <laughs> we don't want to. They award stage one and stage two points to so like wherever you finished and then you get the points where you finished. So they're like, Alright, let's move. Let's go on. I probably would have been better. <laughs> Texas is a big market. I know they have CODA, but like you have to have an oval kind of track at Texas. Super big market. Hmm. There was not a lot of people there, though. Don't blame them, because it was super hot, too. So that was unfortunate. But, yeah, really nothing happened at Texas. Uh, it's just kind of a boring race route, and the rating is going to be 12. 12- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I kind of kind of wish it was like that to be honest yeah like I wish they were like oh you can have this where 20 tires blow out or it could just be super boring but go past like get done in like 2 hours and 45 minutes and you'll be out by like Yeah. so it's like cool I could have took that And yeah. I had a 4 minute highlight of Ryan Blaney winning stage two. Yeah, that could just been it. But no, we we had Texas. I mean, if you lived on a rock and you don't want, know what happened to Texas, um, good. Stay on that rock. Yeah, you're lucky. You are uh, very lucky. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to talk about except, oh, like everyone's tire blew out. Yeah. Like, name playoff driver and it blew out. Bowman, Bell. Um, who else? Uh, Kyle Busch had a tire problem. Uh, Truex spun out. Uh, Chase had a Chase Elliott had a tire issue. He's out the race. I mean, at a point, I was just like, I stopped writing down how many people got tires. There's like t- at least 10. Like, very least. For you. least 10. I'll give
1: you an answer in a little bit.
0: Oh, my God. They <laughs> have like a table. But everyone's tire blew out. Uh, Second week of tires blowing out around lap 40 in the run. So, not fun. Um, Yeah, it was super, super fun. But, we'll talk about Texas. So, literally, there's no passing. Well, virtually no passing. There is... Uh, a little semblance of it at points when we race more than 20 laps so instead of texas being an automatic one out of ten i guess at certain parts you can kind of like peak and you could kind of see a three coming so you're like whoa big improvement for texas 30 percent take that every day of the week but um then tires just started blowing out, and it was not fun. We had a rain delay. It was like t- 12 hours at Texas Motor Speedway, it felt like. That was mostly... I think it was like 6. Which, I don't know why we have a 500-mile race at Texas. Should Can we get it to like 350 miles? That's good. You know, make it something a little different. You know, short kind of short kind of race. Um, but... As we all know, Texas has been ruined the last six years because of reconfiguration and turn one. And it's trash and you can't really pass. And now we got all the PJ1 up high. And, you know, all fucking sticky stuff up there. And it just sucks for racing. Um, and it continued to suck. But it has also had some playoff implications. So, yeah. we'll talk about the Byron. Hamlin incident because I mean if you want us to review the race I mean everyone blew out a tire and then we got a stage winner it's about it blown tire
1: to uh, to say it was twelve different instances eleven different drivers
0: oh yeah see there you
1: go so you were very close
0: so all those guys had tire problems uh, Kyle Larson won stage one Ryan Blaney stage two and then your winner was Tyler Reddick so boom Texas done. Um, but we got to talk about some controversy that we happened during the race. So one that didn't get caught as well, it got caught actually on Twitter by someone. Uh, it was between Ty Gibbs and Ty Dillon. So Ty Dillon comes out of pit road, like out of his exit, kind of doors, Ty Gibbs. Um, I don't think he mean, meant to door Ty Gibbs. He was just kind of like it wasn't even hard it's kind of slight contact but um Ty Gibbs did not take that too kindly while they're going down pit road he door checks him and Ty Dylan has to stop to avoid hitting uh, official that was right there or pit crew member on Chris Buescher's car so Ty Gibbs doing something stupid wow what a concept who would have guessed? <laughs> yeah. So, just Ty Gibbs being super immature. I know he's like 19 years old, but I mean, he's in the Cup Series right now, filling in. Uh, he's gotta be way more mature than that, because I mean, he's doing shit like that. Can you imagine him, 36 straight weeks, fighting for the playoffs, what his dumb ass is gonna do? Like, imagine if he does that to Kevin Harvick. He's getting fucking walled immediately, like just, I don't know, stupid stuff from Ty Gibbs. I know he's young, but it's like your Cup Series driver, man. Really bad luck to be doing dumb shit on pit road like that. Especially yeah. right next to a NASCAR official or pit crew member. Easily could have got injured. Like, let's put more danger in the guys that are jumping in front of fucking 3,500 pound stock cars to change a goddamn tire. Like... Yeah, let's make that guy's job more dangerous, you know? That's essentially playing Frogger every, like, five times every Sunday, you know? It's just like, oh my god. Just, it's not good. Not cool to be doing that on Pit Road. If you're mad that you got doored on Pit Road, just fucking wait, like, 50 feet. Just past the Pit Road, guys. Just just get past them and then you can fucking throw them there but of course ty gibbs it's gonna be ty gibbs and not use his actual head and do some dumb shit so he got a 50.5 a 50 point owner fine for 50 point points penalty for the 23 car owner they're not in the playoffs so it doesn't really hurt them and then he got a $75,000 fine, which I'm sure Coach Gibbs will pay. So, uh, good job. Just really, uh, really showing him that's not cool. So, can't wait for his apology. Like, two days from his notes app that he's going to try and be better. And then uh, pull a Bible quote. And just think he's like, <laughs> you know... It's the best apology ever. So, can't wait for that from Ty Gibbs. Then he has just to race smarter, to so be better. Like it's already—it's probably already posted in the notes. He's just like pasting it on Twitter right now as we speak. So that's fun. Um, and then another video came up today. Well, after his apology from Ty Gibbs, the other Petty GMS driver came in at 3 in the morning, I don't know what the fuck Eric Jones is doing at 3 in the morning, but he chose violence. He chose to go on Twitter and just fucking violently ends Ty Gibbs. He's like, um, can you stop hitting me under yellow then? And since now that we have onboards with everyone in the Cup Series, um, we saw Ty Gibbs demolish Like, Eric Jones under, well, not really demolished, just kind of hit him. Essentially, kind of like Byron was hitting Denny and under yellow for, I have no idea what happened. Um, hasn't come forward yet. Maybe there's something on Twitter about it, but I haven't seen anything. I've just seen Eric Jones just choose violence at 3 a.m. So, that was fun. Then we had had more controversy. Um, Oh, I forgot to also say, during Texas, we had. Uh, I don't want to just gloss over this. We had a super big hit uh, in Texas. Super scary for Cody Ware. Glad he's okay. Seeming like he's going to race for Talladega, so that's good. Just, uh, you know, it was really scary seeing it firsthand. Uh, next gen just got loose, snapped, went into the wall really hard. Really, like, front of the nose and then with no control the car just went down pit road and was like four feet from an opening which he could have hit on, head on and could have been much worse so thankfully he got past that opening and there is no pit crew members like on the wall or rating or anything so no one got injured thankfully but it was a really scary hit uh he was pretty gingerly getting out of the car he tried to stand, at one point it just fell, so he might have... Uh, I don't, I don't want to speculate, but might have, like, an ankle injury or something, he was saying. But, uh, we wish Cody well. He looks like he's going to race Talladega, but I wouldn't be surprised if he started it and then someone else finished it, or they just did a late entry switch. Especially at Talladega, you know. Those, those rocks come from anywhere. Um, just glad Cody's okay. With these next-gen hits, we know that the drivers take more of a abuse than cars previous. So, seeing Cody get out and stuff, that was cool to see. Good to see. Um, didn't have to get put in the hospital or anything. So, glad Cody is okay. And then we had the Byron... And Hamlin incident. So, Byron and Hamlin coming out of turn two. Hamlin's on the bottom, Byron's on his outside. They're fighting for what was it, second or third, right? Yeah. So they're fighting for you know top three position.
1: Just for position, yeah.
0: Yeah, and um, I think Denny gets Denny gets a little tight on the bottom, kind of like. Pushes Byron to the outside groove. Like, pushes him out. Like, he doesn't make... They don't make contact. They're just, like, racing hard. They get a little tight. And Byron hits the wall. Um. And he's pissed about it. Uh, the next turn, turn three, he runs Denny really shallow. To kind of, like, fuck up his entry to turn three. But, then he gets past him. Byron claims he had a broken, like, well, a damaged toe link. So pretty hot in the car uh, we go by another couple laps and then a caution comes out so we're like okay blah 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 um, and Byron goes behind Denny bumps him into the infield grass apparently no one in Nascar Tower sees it at all even though it's on the front straightaway. and I mean everyone sees it like we see Denny Hamlin in the grass, and it doesn't take us more than, like, 20 seconds to put dune two together. Oh! That's Byron behind Denny? Wow, I wonder what happened. Oh, yeah. He just got walled. So, uh, I wonder what he did there. You know, maybe it's just Denny, you know? He just turned himself over Byron's nose, like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna punish myself, young man, for being so mean to you on a racetrack. No. I mean- doesn't take a fucking scientist to figure out, oh, Byron probably dumped Denny. And then 15 seconds later, we get uh, a kind of a different shot from NBC and we see Byron just running in the back of Hamlin. So, we're like, oh, Byron just dumped Denny. And then afterwards, if we go back to live video and we see Denny trying to wreck Byron. Slips the back. Yeah, just uh, interesting games there. And the best part is that Hamlin, since he didn't maintain pit, like pace car speed, he doesn't keep his spot, and he has to start 20th. And uh, Byron gets no penalty. Essentially, NASCAR wipes their hands, and they're like, We did not see that um, at all, even though we have 150 fucking tower members. Everyone was staring at Truex, blown his tire. So, yeah. You can do anything on the front straightaway, apparently. And then, uh, especially Denny not getting his spot back. I mean, they had more than ample time. to so just say Hamlin can get his spot back. But they penalized Denny because rules are rules. You know, NASCAR can't break rules, man. They are sticklers to the rule book. You know, NASCAR officials. Just purely to the sporting code. I've never seen any motorsports like it. You know, just sticking to the, sticking to the code, at all costs. Denny Hamlin, not maintaining pace car speed, you don't get your spot back, Denny. So no, no, Mr. Denman. No, no, Mr. James Dennis. No, you are not allowed to get your spot back. So, I mean, the incident between Byron and Hamlin at first, it's kind of like hard racing. It's not like Denny purposely walled Byron. It's kind of essentially what Byron did to Logano, and Logano dumps Byron. So, I don't know. Now it's now it's kind of flip flop. Like, oh, Byron can dump Denny, and that's fine, but he can't get dumped, which is uh, interesting. Interesting kind of view if you get in the NASCAR's driver's helmet. Um, so, Denny kind of rebounded. He finished in the top ten somewhere. So, it could have been better, of course, for Denny. But then Byron gets out the car, and Parker Kligerman basically gets the answer out of him. Uh, he essentially admits it on live TV, which, if you're a NASCAR, that's a big no. Like, you never admit it. Like, you're an idiot. Just come up with some bullshit excuse. Oh, sorry, I was looking at my gauges. Or, uh, what happened Monday. Oh, I'm sorry, I was looking at my black box, you know. That's why I hit you, going 130 miles an hour. But, uh, we won't talk about that.
1: just was, uh... <laughs> It just was interesting, very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, it just, uh, it should have been a penalty if they were going to do anything in the race. Now Byron has a twenty-five or yeah, twenty-five point penalty, and a fine. Um, of course, he's appealing it, but I don't see it really getting reversed because he essentially admits it on live TV. Ooh, excuse me. He essentially admits it on live TV. Uh, that he did it, which is, again, you you don't admit it on TV. I feel like if he didn't admit it, they probably wouldn't give him a penalty, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's kind of the fucked up scenario, but, like, if he doesn't admit it, I'm 95% sure NASCAR usually does not step in and is, like, penalty if you do it. Like, the Gregson stuff, that was so blatant. Like, you're like, oh you know, that's going to be a penalty. And caught, like also, like 12 cars crashed in that. But Byron, I mean, it was really just handling, and he could have just made an excuse like, oh, didn't know he was going to stop that fast. Accidentally got into him, and then boom. Probably better off than just being like, oh, you know, I was kind of mad. I wanted to show my displeasure, but I didn't mean to spit him. Just an admission of you know poor Byron but uh yeah now that kicks him out uh, cut off right now he was he was in but now he's looking up for Talladega um but yeah and then Denny is gonna be a tough guy alpha alpha male and he's saying that everyone has one coming but you know Denny's not gonna do shit talks a lot of crap especially on twitter um but he's not gonna do shit he's not confrontational um he did get ross back i guess i guess he did wall ross after ross fucked him up three times but okay i guess if you count that at denny w there you go but there's a lot of drivers (laughs) there's a lot of drivers on denny's list that uh uh, still has dumb shit for her. so, you know we'll, we'll see if Danny starts checking them off here at Talladega. You know, just starts checking them off right here in the Super Speedway race. But where Logano was also running, so that's one. But yeah, was that was kind of a controversy from Texas. Um, and then Redick won his third win on the year. Another non-playoff driver technically, because he's not in this round. So he's technically not a playoff driver anymore. So 4 not a playoff driver's win, will we get a fifth next week at Talladega? We'll see. But very, before,
1: very possible.
0: <laughs> but before we get into Talladega, we got to talk about the tire situation. So uh, if you don't remember Indianapolis 2008, um, that was mostly a Goodyear problem like tires were literally failing like every like ten laps. But, yeah, it was awful. They brought this compound. It was not ready for the new surface at Indy, and you know, it was bad. It's not it was not great. So that was on Goodyear. But this time it looks like a combination of all. Like Denny was clowning Goodyear on Twitter, basically saying oh this way you gouge the teams, you got a fat ass check from NASCAR you know, you suck and stuff like that. But, from... We got Ronnie Childers chime in. If you didn't see it on Twitter, go on his Twitter. Talks about basically that since they have the shock limited rule, they can't get the car low enough like to create downforce. So they gotta let air pressure out to create that downforce. Um, they can either like... Move the shock limiter like a half inch or whatever, or make the rear diffuser get its max downforce, um, like higher up in the then with the car all the way down. So he was trying to get some solutions, and rather than saying Goodyear sucks, this tire is ass, and stuff like that, um, so if you want to read like three pages of it, it's really good insight on Rodney Chiller's Twitter handle, um, which I think you should go watch. Like, go to and we'll be right back after this small break. Thanks.
1: Oh, you're good.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I just had to take a small break. You gotta love moms. You tell them <laughs> that you're recording a podcast and they're like, everything okay? It's just like, <laughs> yes, mom. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, did you have dinner? No, in the middle of something. <laughs> uh, well, make sure you eat, big boy. I'm like okay. I'll make sure. I'm positive, but yeah, check out the Rodney Childers uh, Twitter if you haven't yet. About the ways that they can improve. Um, I think it's got to be a collaborative effort, like between Goodyear NASCAR and the teams you know it's not all like it's not 100% Goodyear's fault of course like there is some fault there is some fault also to the NASCAR and to the teams like the teams are always going to push the edge to try to get the most speed out of like why are you even racing if you're not trying to go fast you know try to find any advantage possible to your opponents like why are you even in not even racing like sporting events, you know, like competition side. Like, w- what are you even doing if you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna go through like, no, it's not the way to do it. Like, so you know, teams are of course gonna do that, try to find that edge, um, and we really don't know the edge. Like, we go to these tracks like all the first time this year. Like, really, what's the edge to the tires and what? How much load can they? Because, um. It shows, like, we can, pretty much, we can only make 35 laps, if you know. You push that edge, it's pretty consistent throughout the board. I like it happened last week at Bristol, but it was mostly Penske-Fords with their setup. And now, we had a lot of different cars this time. I think it was most, a lot of it was probably air pressure. It sounded like too low of air pressure. But, hopefully NASCAR and Goodyear and the teams can come up with solutions so we don't have five more races of just blown tires cuz they got to they got to come up with something fast Cause can, you, can you imagine if like we go to Phoenix last lap let's say Chase Elliott is winning the race so we're like okay he's going to be champion and then two laps ago go he fucking blows a tire you know could you imagine yeah. the
1: it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility at all.
0: Could you imagine the fucking backlash? her will get... First of all, especially being that playoff format that we currently have, where it's one race, um, and the one race, they blow a tire, because they can't do what, they're, what they can to get speed um, for a championship. Imagine that scenario, just uh, Phoenix, everyone still blows a tire, Chase Elliott, been pretty dominant all year, blows a tire, and then like, I don't know, fucking Alex Bowman is somehow in the championship for anyone's a championship, like I would be happy personally as a fan, but that would be the most Mickey championship I've ever seen in my life, and it's, I just don't want that scenario to happen like even with this finicky playoff rules like we can get a playoff format like it should be this if we have playoffs and i agree with you if we because i mean we can't go to i don't think we're going to ever go back to a long season format especially with 36 races i mean it works for f1 but f1's kind of off and up right now i think if nascar wants to do that um they'd also have to get rid of stage racing and stuff like that. I don't don't see them getting rid of all that because essentially, what did they just do that for the last, like, decade? Um, So I could see them getting rid of the playoff format and maybe doing something like, you know, if we're going to do 16 drivers, maybe the best, like, the last 10, whoever has the best races, you know, with stage points and points like that you know, wins championship. I guess that's that'd be way more fair than we personally have and I think a lot of people would gravitate towards that if we actually did that. Um sixteen drivers, to be honest, is probably too many. I would say. But you know, if we did a playoff format, I'd think I'd rather do that than I mean, personally the traditional semi would like a oh, long points-long championship. I think it's more fair, but I think a lot of people would gravitate towards the original format, it's 10 drivers in the last 10 races, the best of the 10, you know, you're the champion um, so with the stage points and stuff like that. Um, make it more fair. But that's uh, another debate for another day. Uh, we got what we got now, and I just don't want to see someone in Phoenix blow a tire and lose a championship because, you know, with this new car, so we can't figure it out. And then their championship. Like, what if Denny Hamlin is, like, leading and fucking blows a tire? Could you imagine? Could, like? Oh, you his, know he's gonna go crazy. Like, his, maybe his last chance at the championship and he has it in hand and he blows a freaking tire. Oh my god. I can only imagine the outrage that <laughs> Denny would have, but hopefully they can figure something out. It seems like some people are trying to collaborate instead of just clowning them on Twitter, which, I mean, they deserve clownage for the tires and Texas being ass and the Byron Hamlin incident that they missed, apparently. It's just, there is a lot of clownage for NASCAR way, which I don't think is all not fair. I mean, it's just you know, what you gotta deal with is social media and stuff like that. So hopefully we can figure it out. This week we're going to Talladega and next week Charlotte Roval. So I don't think we're gonna have tire problems there. I hope not. Oh my god. I hope we don't get 35 laps of blown tires in the middle of the pack. That would be so stupid. It would be so scary and dangerous and Things can happen, especially like that. So I, I hope not. We have we haven't seen it in in the super speedways this year. We have not seen the tire problems. So let's keep our fingers crossed that it does not happen. Because I mean, kind of how these playoffs went. Um, Talladega looks like the most straightforward race. Like we know there's going to be a big one. We know you know it's going to be a big pack. You know. There's, you got to survive, and if you're there with five laps, you got a chance to win. So Talladega might be the most straightforward race in these entire playoffs, especially with tire issues. So that's kind of weird to think about. Kind of know what you're getting in Talladega, um, and then the oval. You know, you never know. Could rain. Could, <laughs> you know, different strategies. Uh, we could have tire problems there because it's somewhat of an oval, like. Did you have oval bits for it? So <laughs> we never know. Um, hopefully not, though. Praying, praying that, praying that it'll be semi-normal. I was kind of thinking this the other day. I know I'm just kind of ranting this whole time, and Brian's just like, "I'm just gonna let this man just talk his mind." Indeed. For, for two hours. <laughs> um. I kind of want just a straightforward race, like. At Taladega, can we get, like, I don't know, a playoff guy winning? And then, you know, we get the big one, like a big wreck, then we know what's going to happen. And, you know, some good action. No tire problems. Maybe a couple, like, can we get some Denny Hamlin speeding penalties so, like, the world feels normal again? Like, we need Denny Hamlin speeding penalties. Um, Logano causing a wreck. And then a big one. And then maybe, like, A playoff guy winning can like that happen at talladega because that'd be great be a straightforward race we're like okay denny bad on pit road wow what a shock joey logano seemingly safe in the playoffs literally just needs to ride around but the urge to go up front gets into logano's head and uh, just causes a wreck because he's Logano. He could literally ride around in 15th and be good, but no. There's not good enough for Mr. Logano. He must wreck out of a Talladega race. So, he causes one, and then we just don't get a Mickey winner. Can we just get it like a Blaney win? Just, you know, Blaney can get his yearly Talladega win. Totally fine with that. Instead of. Every 20 laps, we're blowing tires, and there's a big wreck in the middle of the pack, because that would be awful, and, uh, yeah, that would, I don't know, But maybe it's just cancel the season after that.
1: Yeah, that would ruin it. That would really ruin it for me.
0: But, I don't know, just these last few weeks, just, especially with the tires and the next gen, you just kind of see, you kind of seeing the cracks in, like, the pretty picture we had of this car earlier. Like, we had the funky tire problems at first, but we're like, you know what, we can we can get through that. And we didn't have a lot, we didn't have tire problems for a long part of the season. Like, at all. But then, it started creeping up, creeping up. <coughs> and now we see them all the time, so. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of cracking our image of the next gen. Which I think, they have a solid base, but they definitely have to make work on this car. This car is not final product, ship it. It's totally fine. Like this car has cut fire randomly before. This car is the hits that we now are seeing people take are not great. Um, and the tire problems, the different tires they do. So they got to they got to address some needs in the off season. Again, I think this is a couple year project personally to get this car maybe perfect um thank god this car did not come out in 2021 because if we're having all these problems now and if they delayed it a year like can you imagine what this car would have been last like 2021 oh my god that could have possibly killed the sport like i'm not even kidding like especially how many issues it's had this lately um that could have been super bad so kind of i'm glad it delayed a year i probably need another delay year to be honest but now we got real world data and we can move on to the off season and we can you know fix the biggest needs for this car so it does at the mile and a half made it way more exciting um they're talking about going back to the oval instead of the road course for indy because of this car racing so well in Mile and a half and two mile ovals, so that's good. That's a positive.
1: um I'd like to see it to be honest.
0: Yeah, so hopefully, we can get the safety down, the tires, and get a new short track package because it's trash. And yeah, so got some fixing to do, but hopefully, we figure that out. But now we go to Talladega. We gotta make picks. Um I already said my pick. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Ryan Blaney. We're gonna get our twentieth different winner this week. This year, and it's gonna be Ryan Blaney. And Zach's gonna be patting himself on the back for the big dub that I got for my, you know, hot takes earlier in the year.
1: That's true. That's true. Um it's kind of a bummer because I had well, I have two picks. Um and you took the one, and I was so ready to say Blaney is the 20th winner for this season. But... Oh, we can double up. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Um,
0: oh, wait, wait, wait. We forgot to rate Texas. Um, we really have to. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> okay. personally, okay. I'm rating it as zero. Um, yeah. You're saying. All right, Texas, yeah. zero. All right. <laughs> same same as
1: last Texas for
0: a good, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, last Texas was a zero,
1: yeah, All right, we gotta uh, go wor-
0: we gotta go worse this race is worse um I'm gonna go negative twelve for how many fucking tire problems we had, so negative twelve for Texas, um, I would rather pour bleach into my eyes than watch this race ever again, um, so yeah, negative twelve for me,
1: there you go. I I think I'm going to stay at a solid zero because, I don't know. I I feel like negative might be worth it, but. All
0: right, so it averages out to negative six, so that's Yeah, it
1: averages out to negative six, so it's still a negative anyway.
0: Good. Um, Because, I mean, All-Star Race Texas was awful, but, like, I didn't think it could get worse. And it did. (laughs) I think I probably, we probably did say the episode, (laughs) this can't get much worse and I just want to go back and just be like oh yeah I could yeah <laughs> uh, uh, Texas sucks please blow up this track or like <laughs> reconfigure it to what it normally be don't turn it into Atlanta 2.0 please no I don't want that no one wants that I don't want to see Texas into Atlanta go back to the original layout please just make it normal, make it a cookie cutter track I don't care this car races well a mile and a half so it probably race well and reconfigured reconfigured fucking Texas, so please just just change it the track sucks. If you're not gonna blow it up just change it back please I beg of you we're all begging
1: we are begging please. I. mean... <laughs>
0: We all want it demolished, but we'll give you a little benefit of the doubt. Just make it back to what it was, like, pre-2017. A little boring, but it's fine. It's not, like, god-awful. Just, (laughs) please. All right, anyway. Talladega, fuck Texas. You suck. Um, Yes. Now Talladega. So,
1: my second pick, then, for Talladega is actually going to be a pretty interesting one, but it will be a repeat winner. Oy. And that would be Daniel Suarez.
0: Oi! <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's not a bad pick.
1: Yeah. I mean, plus, we know that Daga can at least be decent. So that's, that's really what I'm hoping for this year. Just. <laughs> Just give us more decent races.
0: Yeah, it's just I don't want to end on a, like a really sour note for this car because yeah. it seemed pretty solid, like starting out. Um, but you know, there's some work to do. There is definitely, and I hope they. <laughs> I'm going to be optimistic, and I hope they improve the car. It was
1: very promising to start.
0: Um. So hopefully we can improve this car. And next year be better and give teams like actual practice time because COVID, I don't know how to wear this. It's not that much of a problem anymore. I guess that's the best way to word it. I can't be like, it is a non-issue and you can go lick fucking plastic windows if you want to. But, um, yeah, we're just, uh, we're just going to say COVID is not what it was in 2020. Yeah. So we can practice again. So let us practice. Let the teams practice. Please. <laughs> Alright, that's been a race review where we didn't talk about the race at all, just uh how shit it was. Yeah. So tune in next week where we'll actually talk about a semblance of a fucking race.
1: The Yellowwood five hundred.
0: The Yellowwood five hundred And if you're in Talladega Avenue, do not drink moonshine from Cletus, the fucking trailer park guy with his cut-off shirt that has Dale Earnhardt on it and his pit vipers and his fucking steel-toe boots. (laughs) Yes, I am Uh rationalizing right now. Um, Do not take any drink of whatever he has in a yellow milk jug that is my advice to you people at Talladega Avenue do not drink from a yellow milk jug from strangers that are wearing jorts steel toe boots and a Dale Earnhardt shirt with his pit vipers
1: Oh and, no!
0: <laughs> and either a, a dirty work hat or his clean like cool hat his Dale hat or his mullet stay away no. No bueno.